More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in our number three Thursday edition Clay Travis Buck Sexton show encourage all of you to make sure that you don't miss a moment download the iHeartRadio app you can listen to this show anywhere I also would encourage all of you to go subscribe to the podcast you can search out my name Clay Travis you can search out Buck Sexton and you will ensure that you never miss a single moment of the program all right Buck, we've got what I think it's important to know. So let me just say this for people who are getting in their car. There is a 3 o'clock press conference from the Coast Guard uh, associated with the submersible that was attempting to go to uh, the uh, to the Titanic uh, wreckage. And they have found a debris field somewhere in that uh, search area. There will be updates coming from the Coast Guard at 3 p.m. Eastern on that. Joe Biden, as we speak right now, is having a joint news conference with the Prime Minister of India. We are rolling on that. We'll see if anyone in the media actually asks him questions about his son, Hunter. Now, there are lots of revelations coming out associated with a whistleblower from the IRS And I'm going to read some of this to you that is now circulating. Uh, We've reached out, I believe, is this correct, to the head of the uh, this investigation, uh, to uh, the congressman from uh, uh, from Missouri to get him on to potentially talk about this. I've been reading some of his quotes, but this is from uh, what they have uncovered. An IRS whistleblower said that Hunter Biden once sent a message demanding payment from his Chinese business associate telling him, I'm sitting here waiting for the call with my dad and that the DOJ had prohibited investigators from executing a search warrant on Joe Biden's guest house where Hunter was staying. This is pretty blockbuster stuff, Buck. Listen to this. Uh, This is a WhatsApp message from Hunter Biden to Henry Zhao Hunter Biden writes, and this is a direct quote, I am sitting here with my father, 
and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. This was written on July, allegedly, July 30th of 2017, a WhatsApp message. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand, and now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zong or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me, a.k.a. his dad, and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction, I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. This is Hunter Biden. Um, And again, according to this whistleblower, in a September 3rd, 2020 meeting, the assistant United States attorney told us there was more than enough probable cause for the physical search warrant, but the question was whether the juice was worth the squeeze, said optics were a decision, and they would not allow that warrant to occur. Buck, this is pretty blockbuster stuff. It all makes sense, doesn't it? I yes. mean, that's the part of this that hits me right away. Think of what we are supposed to believe right now. Uh, think of what, if, if you were sitting there at the Morning Joe panel, you would have to say to the audience so they wouldn't get mad at you. You would have to say, so what if some Chinese businessmen and apparently you're Romanian and as we know Ukrainian too, were giving Hunter millions of dollars. He was setting up dummy LLC corporations. There was never any business advice or counsel or anything exchanged of any kind. No products, no services. Hunter tried to hide this. He got caught. And we're to believe that this wasn't an effort to sell influence and this wasn't effectively a form of not just influence peddling but possible bribery. Now, because you could say, oh, well, Hunter is selling access to his dad while Trump is president. Yeah, what he's really doing is selling access to Joe Biden. So Joe Biden could then, theoretically, push things for these Chinese interests. Effectively, the Bidens are owned by the Chinese. That's what this is telling us, which does not surprise anyone who has been following this at all, because nobody gives $17 million to somebody for no reason. There's always a reason and no one thinks that crackhead mess of epic proportions hunter biden was advising or building companies or doing anything of value other than accepting bribes on behalf of the deep state corrupt democrat system that's it but so let me it hit all you holds up let me hit you with some more of these allegations oh my gosh there's more oh but this is our friend sean davis uh, i believe he's still at the federalist right yes that fantastic work good good guy uh i retweeted him earlier but he is sharing this this is a direct link to the ways and means committee and again uh we are going to uh to reach out to the chairman of the ways and means we already have we're going to get him on to tell this story to you hopefully uh tomorrow uh directly but According to the Ways and Means investigation, these IRS whistleblowers, the Department of Justice, I'm reading, interfered in the investigation into Hunter Biden's tax issues with a delay, divulge, and deny campaign that shielded him by allowing, Buck, we talked about this, statutes of limitations to pass on his tax crimes. We talked about this on this show for some time, right? Uh, they, uh, they quote U.S. Attorney Leslie Wolf saying, 
there's no way a search warrant for evidence would ever get approved because the evidence would be found in the guest house of former Vice President Biden. Uh, investigators found out that attorneys for Hunter Biden, this is pretty staggering, were tipped off about actions relating to the investigation in, adv- in advance. For example, even I'm reading from this, even as investigators had probable cause to search a Northern Virginia storage unit in which Hunter Biden had stored files, attorneys to Biden were tipped off before that search occurred. Also, and this is th- this is the deny element here, and, and they need to get U.S. Attorney David Weiss under oath to testify. Uh, but according to this whistleblower, Weiss tried to bring charges, and we mentioned this earlier, but I want to reemphasize this, tried to bring charges against Hunter Biden in D.C. around March of 2022, that is last year, over a year ago, was denied. He then, Buck, thought sought special counsel status from the Department of Justice, which we have said for a long time was necessary. He was denied, and he also tried to bring charges in California in the fall of 22, had the request denied in January of 23 as well. The fix, according to these whistleblowers, was in on Hunter Biden. So for everybody out there who was who has been following this case, and I know a lot of you have aggressively, and we've covered it, this all adds up, right, Buck? It all makes sense as to of how course. this rig job happened. Nothing that we are finding out is a surprise. We're just getting the data points together to bring us to the conclusion that we've already been at this whole time, which is that Hunter Biden was running a global influence peddling and bribery scheme on behalf of the Biden family. And how could that be a shock to anyone? You might say, well, that's so reckless and and it exposes himself. No, Hunter Biden the crackhead who has been, you know, riding dad's coattails for the last 40 years or whatever. This is a guy who has thought at every turn he would get bailed out because of his father's connections. He is utterly reckless. That's not surprising in the least. And, and when you're looking at the, um, the additional information here we're getting on this clay, uh, this is the definition of why you need a special counsel. What 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 do you got? I just I can't believe this, Buck, and I'll I'll confirm it with our team. Biden just walked. They took questions. Nobody asked about any of this in the White House press briefing. He's now walking out. The Constitution, Article Two, Section Four: The President, Vice President, and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason, bribery, and other high crimes and misdemeanors. Bribery. The founders were very concerned about bribery because it pollutes the entire system. We've got Donald Trump facing federal indictment for a document dispute and a process crime. And now we have more evidence than ever before that Joe Biden had his son running around as the bag man. Now, it's it's not even just about when he was vice president or president. He didn't register as a foreign agent. He was taking money under the promise that there would be an influence in American policy on behalf of these foreign entities. It is the definition of corruption, and you're actually not, I mean, you're starting to get closer and closer to the point where the Democrats, if this is proven, if we can just find the banking records, I don't see how they can avoid 
at least the public reckoning of this. The the DOJ, I'm not I'm not uh, going to sit here and be naive. Uh, under Biden, the DOJ, the fix is in. The whole thing's corrupt. So I don't expect that to change. Fuck. I, I, I get so fired. You know this. I get so fired up sometimes. Am I c- correct, guys? We're running tape on this. No one asked Joe Biden anything about Ali. No one asked anything about Hunter. These these are blockbuster allegations. I mean, to your point, Buck, even if you accept everything that has been alleged in the Department of Justice filings, the indictment in Miami, uh, South Florida, surrounding Donald Trump, the entire thing boils down to these are my papers, them saying they're not your papers, and a dispute over whether or not that is true. And We're talking about some- the foundational millions of dollars directly tied to Hunter and Joe Biden and evidence from the IRS that they complete our government completely covered for Joe Biden over this nobody asked about it in this press conference no of course not one not. question and and it it would be like asking Fetterman when he was running for senate you know whether he could spell his name you're not allowed to ask the important questions anymore you're not allowed and on this point about the uh, the whistleblowers clay these IRS whistleblowers Think about this, my friends. These are not lib whistleblowers. None of them are going to get a contract at MSNBC and some kind of a book deal somewhere for speaking truth to power. They are risking their careers. They're going to get death threats. They're going to get tremendous pressure as more of this information comes out. What do they, what does an IRS whistleblower or an FBI whistleblower gain other than the ability to speak the truth when it attacks a Democrat? So I, I I see this and I say, to me, this is a this is a. I mean, we want to say smoking gun. I feel like we've had many smoking guns already. What is their explanation? What is the no harm explanation of what we know now? As a matter of fact, we're, we're to believe that because so Hunter Biden was running around pretending to be sitting with his dad so he could shake down China, you know, Chinese Communist Party interests to make him rich, and that's okay. And this is who you want to run the White House? I mean, we really got to sit around and ask ourselves some very basic questions. When we come back, we're going to have audio for you. Uh, House Ways and Means Chair Jason Smith, uh, just in the last 45 minutes or so, much of what we have read to you, we will have the audio from him. These are blockbuster. These are blockbuster allegations coming out of the IRS whistleblowers, including evidence, again, of an alleged WhatsApp uh, message from Hunter Biden saying he's sitting next to his dad threatening his Chinese interest if he doesn't get his money that there's going to be hell to pay uh, based on what he and his dad and all of their allies will do. I mean, this is this is legit smoking gun blockbuster story that is just come out during the course of the show. We'll play some of that audio for you when we come back. In the meantime, you've heard us talk about our friend Dutch Mendenhall. He's the co-founder, CEO of Rad Diversified. He's also the president of the Alternative Investment Association, founder of The Rad, and now he's author of a new book, Money Shackles. What are money shackles? These are shackles that represent the financial hamstrings Americans have fought. Go to school, get in debt. Buy a car, get in debt. He believes it's the wrong thoughts, the wrong teachings. In this book, 
He'll give you his strategies to use debt to your advantage and tap into lucrative alternative investment vehicles to redefine your American dream. He'll share how he built a multi-million dollar real estate investment empire only in three years. Dutch is on a mission to be at the forefront of the greatest financial change in American history and to look beyond Wall Street and see the future of alternative investments. It's now no longer just available to the super rich. Get ready for the redefined American dream with money shackles. Learn more at therad.com. That's therad.com. T-H-E-R-A-D dot com. Truth seeking. Reality telling. The Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back, team. We are looking very closely at this big breaking news story about the IRS whistleblower who has come forward here with incredibly damning stuff about uh, Hunter Biden and, and Joe Biden. This is the connection. They were hoping that they could make this whole thing go away with the preposterous plea deal that with the diversion program and two misdemeanors for Hunter Biden. But it looks like that may not be as easy as they had anticipated or as they had hoped it would be. 
So Representative Jason Smith of Missouri, we've got him here speaking about this. Play the audio. The testimony we released today shows the IRS recommended charges against Hunter Biden that included attempt to evade or defeat tax, a felony, fraud or false statements, a felony, and willful failure to file returns, supply information, or pay tax. These tax crimes cover an estimated 2.2 million in unreported tax on global income streams to Mr. Biden and his associates from Ukraine, Romania, and China, totaling 17.3 million from 2014 to 2019. Mr. Biden personally received $8.3 million. For what, everybody? Ask the obvious question. And another obvious question, Clay, if hiding millions of dollars of income through dummy LLCs from sketchy foreign sources is not tax evasion, there's no such thing as tax evasion. That is where we are with this Hunter Biden thing. If you're not going to get hit with a felony for hiding millions, I mean... Right. Should be a free for all. Yeah. And and Buck, to me, the the allegations that are coming out and and I think we're going to be talking about this all day tomorrow, because this feels to me as I am reading and obviously we're live on the air. This feels like smoking gun evidence of a cover up of Hunter Biden's behavior by the highest levels of the Department of Justice. I think we have to talk about immediately impeaching Merrick Garland. I think he needs to be immediately called to testify. I think all of the heads of the IRS, everyone involved, uh, Weiss, who did this investigation, I think he needs to be put under oath by the House Republicans. All of this needs to immediately happen. And uh, if these allegations are true, Buck, this is it for Joe Biden. I mean, because this is directly connecting to everything in his power being done to protect his son from the consequences of the behavior. This would be a cover-up of epic proportion, the likes of which we have not seen in most of our lives associated with Joe Biden's behavior. You know, there's a reason Obama didn't want Biden to run. Remember that? Yeah. You don't have to do this, Joe. Obama's a lot smarter than Joe Biden is. Friends, a lot of Americans contend with pain. Wake up with it, push it aside, and just try to push through the day. For many people, it holds you back from living a full life. But, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. Change your life with Relief Factor. This 100% drug-free product contains just four natural ingredients that deal with the source of pain, which is often inflammation. It was created by doctors and backed and perfected by over 15 years of scientific research. You have pain in your shoulders like I did, or you have it in your back, hips, or knees? Try Relief Factor. See if it works for you. Relief Factor has been a sponsor of this program since day one, and they were with Rush for years before that. Join the more than one million people who have purchased Relief Factor's Quick Start program. Order the three-week Quick Start for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Get that $19.95 three-week Quick Start developed for you. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Uh, blockbuster allegations. I want to read this text message for all of you, this alleged WhatsApp message from Hunter Biden that would directly implicate his father. 
Uh, also want to tell you that there is a press conference in about 30 minutes, and Buck, there are multiple outlets reporting uh, that the uh, submersible that they have been searching for for several days, uh, again, the reports are there's been a debris field found and uh, that things uh, may well have, there basically may not have been this 96 hours of oxygen as they sought these groups out, that there might have been an implosion almost, which several of our callers and many people who are familiar uh, with submarining have suggested that this could have happened very rapidly as opposed to a slow melting of oxygen inside of this uh, vehicle that effectively the submersible may have imploded. It seems that there's, that's almost, it's very high probability that's the case right now based on the the indicators that we can see and that would line up with everything why is it hard to find this why have they you know there's there's and also if anything were to go wrong and it were still intact my understanding is it has essentially an emergency buoyancy uh system so clay even if you like went if there was some issue with power or something along those lines it would just automatically rise to the surface which would make sense as a it's a little bit like a, if you're in an elevator, all elevators have emergency brakes for obvious reasons. The cable breaks, the emergency brakes engage. Um, if the thing implodes, doesn't matter. It's all over. So now we're, we're being told that there's also some people close to some of the families that are saying that, yeah, the debris, at least the debris that's been found is believed to be uh, the submarine, basically the submersible. So that probably going to be, uh, again, they're, they're getting ready for the Coast Guard update. That is scheduled to be in about uh, 25 minutes from now. I want to read this alleged WhatsApp message that is coming out of Congressman Jason Smith of Missouri's investigation surrounding IRS whistleblowers who have alleged that Hunter Biden was protected, go figure, from serious punishment. Uh, by a variety of individuals inside the Department of Justice, that there was a desire to bring charges multiple times, that there was the request for an independent counsel. Clearly, there needs to be a testimony that is given by this uh, U.S. attorney who was investigating Hunter Biden, but also we need Merrick Garland, we need the IRS head more and more of a light shined on to this Hunter Biden investigation, which we know was going on for years. But here is this alleged WhatsApp message. Uh, I am sitting here with my father. This is alleged to be from Hunter Biden to one of his Chinese, and this is in quotation, business associates. And we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand and now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zong, or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction, I am sitting here waiting for the call with my Father. Can, can, can I just point out the the very obvious but but important thought that I think a lot of people are having when you read that clay? Obviously, Biden senior, yep, had to either be there with him or at least know about this because you have degenerate 
crackhead loser Hunter, threatening Chinese businessmen who are supposed to give him millions of dollars for no work. Why would Hunter think he has that kind of leverage? You know what I mean? Yeah. Great point. Why would Hunter believe that he'd be in a position to be like, I better get this or else? It's not because Hunter Biden's business savvy is so exceptional. It's because they wanted access to Joe and Joe Biden's Rolodex and his influence peddling. Look, this raised the question, maybe Joe Biden should have registered under FARA. You know what I mean? That's well, that's a whole other component. Yeah, and, and it's not even like hinted at. It's explicit. I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows, it's not really even, and then he says, in my ability to hold a grudge, all right, Hunter, your ability to hold a grudge, whatever, uh, but he's specifically saying my dad and everyone he knows, this is, by the way, July 30th, 2017, WhatsApp message alleged from Hunter Biden to Henry Zhao, uh, and by the way, Miranda Devine, who, uh, who we had on earlier this week, right, Buck, discussing this, uh, she's quoting from this uh, this investigation, uh, the FBI, this is a quote, the FBI verified Hunter Biden's laptop's authenticity in November of 2019 by matching the device number against Hunter Biden's Apple iCloud ID. When the FBI took possession of the device in December 2019, they notified the IRS that it likely contained evidence of tax crimes. So remember, this is very fast. In 2019, that they knew this was real, according to this allegation from the IRS whistleblowers, and then they allowed this whisper campaign to occur, which claimed that this was not, in fact, Hunter Biden's actual laptop, and that it was Russian disinformation. This allegation from the IRS is saying the FBI knew that this was not in any way uh, uh, a faked laptop. I mean, you can tell, Buck, anybody who's looked at the data on this laptop, it's so detailed, there's no way that this could actually be uh, investigated and and not be clearly Hunter Biden's laptop, right? I mean, you would have to have, you've seen all these photos, there's no way to fake all of these text messages and all of these photos, which is why they never re- they said it had all the hallmarks of Russian disinformation, which allowed the idiots in the media to say, oh, this is Russian disinfo. But what's this saying is the FBI and the IRS both knew that this was almost immediately Hunter's real laptop because they authentic- yes. authentic- and- authenticated it with his Apple ID. And what this means is because you said 2019, right? Yep. What this means is they knew this, and as Biden became the nominee for the Democrats going into the election, they decided to bury it. Obviously, right? Because you're going to have a Democrat presidential contender who is going to have all these deep state elements, and the FBI and the, and the IRS are going to be in his corner, so they didn't want to get involved in this in the election. And what I'm, I'm bringing up, because if, if Joe Biden wasn't running, he wouldn't have had the special magic protection of the deeps running as a Democrat. But he was. So now it all, it all makes sense, right? There's no part of this that doesn't add up. The more information we have, 
the more solidified the essential narrative becomes, which is that Joe and Hunter were running a global influence peddling scheme. Hunter knew this was... People might say, oh, why would he get his millions of dollars? Why would he do tax evasion? Because if he reports the income, everyone's going to know about it. Yes. And they're going to know, hey, the... Hold on, you're running for president. Your son's taking millions of dollars from Chinese interest. What's going for? What exactly? I also, or his, you know, for his advice on how to freebase. Uh, poss- you know, it's crazy. I also think, Buck, this it's important to go back in time. Obama told Biden, "Joe, I'm picking Hillary." So in 2016, I really think this is the way this came off. I think Joe Biden thought my political career is Done. over. Cash in time. Now oh. it's cash in. Exactly. Yeah. Now it's cash in time. Hunter, all the gloves are off. Let's make as much money for the Biden family as we possibly can. We'll trade on every bit of uh, knowledge and connection that I have. And they basically let Hunter run out there and start trying to beat the bushes and, to make as much money as possible. Say, think about how lazy and greedy this scam is, too. Yeah. You know, you're the you're you're Obama's VP for eight years. The Democrats will take good care of you. You're going to get a seven-figure advance for a book that you're not going to write a word of. You're going to get a hundred to hundred fifty thousand dollars a speech that someone else is going to write, and you're buying. You're just going to mutter through it. You know, you're going to be put on the board of a few different companies and get. I mean, he was going to be a rich guy, but they wanted they wanted to go all. I mean, seventeen million dollars. Right? Yeah, they wanted to go all in right away, not waiting for it. They wanted to cash in right away. And Hunter, who's do I have to say to anybody, this is a guy who's reckless and has bad risk understanding? Yes. I think we all get that. Hunter decided that this was the way to do it. And now I think the best thing you could say for them is maybe they were kind of swindling these international businessmen. Businessmen. These It's the Chinese Communist Party. It's a front. Yes. It's the, it's the, the Chinese Communist Party is paying them off and, and the corruption of the Ukrainians as well. We all know what that's about. Um, and... Sorry to interrupt, Buck, but yeah. they just broke news on television. Ocean Gate has now said we believe the Titan submersible crew is dead. Yeah. So, so the company itself, just FYI for everybody who's been following that, the sub imploded. That the sub, it appears, did. That's implode. really sad. That's really sad. I mean, this is. There's going to be a lot of, um, you know, after action assessment here about what were the safety protocols. I've already seen early reporting on it. We'll see how this goes, uh, but it's it's look, it's tragic for those families, and it's also a moment in time where we are reminded that the adventurer spirit that we were talking about, there are risks, and in this case, these individuals pay the ultimate price trying to seek something that was beyond the ordinary, and uh, it's it's a, it's a tough day in that sense. The Coast Guard's going to give an update at three o'clock. I think Clay, we can assume at this point, the Coast Guard's going to say that there was an implosion and all of them died. I think that's very, I can't imagine that's not what they, maybe they're saying, well, we're going to hold out and see until we have total confirmation. But if the company says this is what we believe happened, I think we can assume. But we'll continue to watch this and we'll we'll come back on this story in just a minute. I want to talk to you about your finances for a second. A lot of stock market volatility out there and people's retirement accounts have taken a beating. What can you do with high prices these days and a lot of uncertainty in the markets? The Phoenix Capital Group says the time to diversify your investments is right now. They're recommending high-value U.S. oil and gas investments with current yields that range from 8% to 12% APY paid monthly. 
That's a better rate of return than banks or CDs with no middleman. There are both Regulation D corporate bond offerings as well as, that are open to all accredited investors with terms as low as nine months and include monthly or compounding interest options. To find out more, download the Phoenix Group's free investment packet today at phxonair.com. Investment and bonds have a certain amount of risk associated with it, and you should only invest if you can afford to bear the risk of loss. Before making investment decisions, you should carefully consider and review all risks involved. Learn how you can diversify your investments and earn 8 to 12% APY. Download the Phoenix Group's free investment packet today at phxonair.com. Clay and Buck, 24-7. Subscribe today. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty show to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, second hour Clan Buck kicks off right now. We're still watching as this missing sub search is entering what may be its final hours before we get some conclusion here. Uh, we've got Clay in New York City. And a very special guest who has joined in the mix here. Clay, do we have his mic set up, though? I think it's on. I mean, he's used to talking to a mic. Do we have it turned on? We got to ask Mike Mamone. Mike Mamone. (laughs) My mic mic is on. The great Mike Mamone. Uh, What an honor to be in the Clay and and Buck studio, which, by the way, is adjacent to my studio when I'm in New York City doing these big audience shows, which are fun. I'm on tonight with you. You're on tonight? Yeah. We love it. We got to get Buck in the mix. We got to have you on as well. How are you, my friend? 
I'm good. You know, I'm, I'm Are we down on TV, here right by now. the way. Uh, well, we've got video. I think the back of your head is going to be on the video right here. You can I'm, wave to people there. Yeah, back of my head looks better. You know, <laughs> for anybody watching. I was going to say it's funny because I was like, so do we introduce Sean Hannity to everybody, or just accept that everybody listening knows his voice, so we know that it's Sean? So I don't, we, we got. I don't know Sean about that. With us. Um, by the way, congrats to both of you. You. Um, uh, have been kicking ass in radio. Very happy for both of you. Um, and it's just a tough business. I've been, believe it or not, my radio career started before Clay was born, Buck. Uh, in 1987 was the first I time was, I, I was got born. Behind. Buck was barely here. I where, mean, where, where yeah. first, first of all, Atlanta? Sean, Clay, Clay, Clay was born, Clay was riding a horse to school. Clay's been around a <laughs> long right? time. I've been riding a horse. Uh, no, I, I started at a, at a university station in California. They rightly fired me in 40 hours. I had a one hour a week show. It was awful, like every other show on a college station. Um, but I, the minute that light went on, that just changed my life. Now, interestingly, didn't know what I was doing when I was growing up, but I, I just had the radio on all the time. I was listening to the great pioneers of talk radio in New York. And when I lived in Rhode Island five years, I listened to Gene Burns and, and Jerry Williams and David Brudnoy in New York. It was Barry Farber, Barry Gray. Later on came, uh, Hey, uh, let's be heard. Uh, Bob Grant, get off my phone, you scumbag. <laughs> um, you know, various Cerbic New York talk radio. And uh, and then I got hired in, in Huntsville, Alabama. I had a thick New York accent. And you'll get a kick out of this from a story. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm Sean from New York. I, I, I didn't f- – college football is not, as you know, a religion in New York like it is the rest of the country. Sean, I don't even know what Clay was talking about when he showed up here talking about the SEC. I was like, don't they <laughs> yeah, investigate exactly. you for taxes? Well, I know now because both of my kids were Division One athletes. And, um, but, but the funny thing is, so I go to Alabama and it's like, I had no idea about Roll Tide and, and War Eagle and, um, Sean, how you doing, man? Welcome to Huntsville, man. You talk funny. I'm like, what do you mean I talk funny? I'm from New York. You, you talk funny. What is, I'm here. I'm drinking coffee, doing talk radio. Um, I had a thick, thick New York accent at the time. Didn't even know it. That's the weird thing. Oh, yeah, because you, you don't think know. wherever you're from is like what people it's sound normal. like, right? Yeah. Right. And um, I learned that I'm a Southerner at heart, for sure. Cause <laughs> I, I cannot stand New York. I hate it. In, I can't even, the words don't even come to me. Um, guy says, roll tight. I said, what's that? And then I, I literally became a star because of being that stupid. You know, the guy with the new, when I left town, they had an article in the paper. Goodbye to the talk show host from hell. I should have had a con- and I left it. I went to Atlanta for years. What did they pay you? And uh, do you remember your salary? In sure. I remember $19,000 a year. Buck, this is always what we By talk way, about. I think you guys everybody. are on that station, WVNN in Huntsville. This is what we always talk to people in media. What was your first salary? My first media salary? Yes. It was less than what I was making at the CIA. Yeah. Wow. You yeah. Weren't, wait, you weren't making real money at the CIA? Well, not. I mean, when you say real money, you pay the government. Uh, you know, you're making like. Well, wait a minute. I salary. gave my figure nineteen grand. What would? What were you being paid at the CIA? My first. No, 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 uh, not was, at the CIA. Your first, What did you? You asked the first job, right? Yeah, the Blaze. Uh, what did the Blaze pay you? Uh, uh, we can't, I don't want to Glenn Beck here. I could say it was less. It was less than six figures. I'll tell you that. It so was less I, than six figures. So for you, Buck, when I started writing online, I got paid a hundred dollars a week. I wrote three columns a week 
I got paid a hundred five thousand okay. dollars a year. I, I do have a follow up for you. I, I remember the first thing that I think I ever published and got paid for was it was back in the day, so I could not want to start booing. But it was National Review, and I published an article in National Review. I'll never forget. And I got a check in the mail from National Review, and I had like no money at all. And I'm like, oh sweet! I didn't even know it was twenty five dollars. <laughs> I got a check for twenty five dollars. Yeah. Well, so yeah, it's not that it's not the business that people think it is, especially when you're when you're starting out. The uh, the uh, yeah yeah, but I didn't. I, for me, I didn't care. I will. I got behind that microphone. Now as I'm driving cross country. I'm not sure I could do a two-hour, three-hour radio show. I'd never done one. Yeah. I did a one-hour-a-week show. And, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm walking into the lines that I had a great guy, that two great people that believed in me, the owner of the station. I'm still friends with him. His name is Bill Donovan and, and just a great guy. And Dave Stone, unfortunately, a guy passed away. You'd love his life story. He was the former announcer for the Harlem Globetrotters. Oh, wow. And how did yeah? He just had a set of pipes. You just man, why can't I have that voice, right? And um, anyway, he was very, very pivotal in my career. <coughs> Encouraged me the entire way. Um, two great years. Got an opportunity to audition. They granted me the opportunity. I said, you know, what should I do? And they said, no, you gotta go. That was the answer that yeah. the owner of the station gave me. Auditioned for two days in Atlanta, competed against Neil Bortz, which was the best thing that ever happened to me because he was great on the radio. He's a genius. And um, and we had radio wars like we'd never had before. Left there to go to Fox in 96 when I left the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. I, I got a complex over this. Uh, Year-end edition. 1996, a great year. The Olympics came. Sean Hannity left. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm beginning to think that people don't like me. I'm glad I'm glad Clay and, and Buck do. Sean, Buck and I talked a lot about your interview with Gavin Newsom. Yeah. Why do you think he did it? Well, I think he trusted me enough when I said I'd give him space. I'd give him an opportunity to answer. And I've known him long enough to to have that relationship with him. I said, look, I'm giving you my word. I'm a man of honor. I said, I, I don't, I, I, we can get on there and just speak over each other and nobody's going to gain anything from that. I said, you and I disagree passionately on issues. And, and I think it would be good for the country to see. I actually personally like him. He's nuts politically. Like the guy, very personable. I mean, he said. You and Clay agree on this one, Sean. I, I so watched you know. the interview and I said, I disagree we, with him on so much, but I think central, he's a very likable guy. Central casting politician. Remember when he walked yeah. into the Oval yeah. and took that jacket and flung it around? I'm like, man, he's. he's, he's Buck makes fun of me, Buck. But I'm telling Come on, you. Buck, why? It's all right. No, because, because I just know that any day now I'm going to see Clay and Gavin drinking some Chardonnay <laughs> up in Napa, <laughs> talking about how they're going to fix the country. But, you know, Sean, there's, there's like a broader well, Napa thing here wine too. is good wine. He owns a, a, a winery, I believe. Of course he does. Oh, I'm sure. Look, you want you know wine with Gavin and stock tips with Nancy. There's a lot of good <laughs> stuff to do up in California. Oh. But you know, Sean, you know, I remember and 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 I know uh, uh, your former co-host Alan, you know, passed away some years ago. Rest in peace. I remember the days when there was more debate. Like I remember the Hannity and Combs days. I remember the Crossfire days. I feel like now our industry has turned into. Uh, basically, the libs don't ever want to debate anymore. Like uh, these people at MSNBC, CNN, name a network, they n name a podcaster, a big liberal podcaster. They want. I mean, are you seeing a change in that? Like because of Gavin Newsom came on your show, do you think there people just are tired of 
of the preaching to the choir from the left thing all the time? Because I think debate would be great because I think we would win. Uh, anytime you put conservatism up against liberalism, it wins. And and I felt I, I wanted to be creative and, and come up with a way when I was interviewing him to make my points, but not have it be, you know, a long question or argumentative or disagreeing on facts. So I came in with a pile of of graphs and I said, all right, here are the number of people leaving your state and here are the number of people migrating to Florida every single week, including Buck Sexton. Right. Exactly. Very smart, Buck. You have more more sense than anybody. And or this is the number of homeless po- uh, population. This is the list of bi- businesses who are moving their headquarters out of your state. You know, this is the th- th- these are the crime statistics, and and this is the cost for Medi-Cal with with the illegal immigration. So I, I try to do it that way, and I give the audience a lot of credit that when they see that, and he says, um, "Yeah, but 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 those companies still have employees here." They're all moving their corporate headquarters yeah. out but to save Sean, money. Can I, you know, I, I talked to Clay about this, and my theory on this is with Gavin Newsom, what you're seeing is whenever collectivists or you know socialists take over anything, especially if they take over something as rich and bountiful in all senses as California, they say, oh, it's not, you know, things are great. Look at these numbers. Well, he inherited Silicon Valley. He inherited Hollywood and the entertainment industry out there. But the decisions that he makes, it reminds me of de Blasio in New York, right? De Blasio takes over for years. It's the city's great. There's so much investment. Well, it takes time to ruin things. And I feel like with Gavin Newsom, he keeps pointing to things that have always okay. been true of California. But the things that are his fault, he just pretends aren't happening. He owned a couple of things. He owned the homelessness problem. I play, played a tape of him in 2008 saying this is my 10-year plan to you know, stop homelessness. Admitted he failed. The more the more fun part of it for me was one, and and I had a monitor next to us, and I played the cognitive mess, Joe Biden that has no <laughs> clue that today is Thursday, and I said, okay, Joe Biden could not engage in the conversation we're having. You're telling me you think he is cognitively strong enough to be president, and oh yeah, I know he is. I don't believe he believes that, and I now. I, I give a lot of credit for loyalty. I think yeah. he's being a loyal Democrat. Okay, fair enough. Uh, however, he knows he's not there. Now, I think the odds, and we discussed this the last time, Clay, you were on the TV show, the odds he's that Biden is not the Democratic presidential candidate as of now are high. Oh, my God. Uh, Buck disagrees. John, We've, you're <laughs> killing me. Not you. <laughs> Uncle Bill, Bill O'Reilly, yeah, and Clay all agree on this thing. one. I'm doubling down Uncle Bill, on wait a minute. Biden. You call O'Reilly Uncle Bill? <laughs> really? I call him a simple man. Yeah, I'm a simple man. I'm just going to give a simple analysis. Uh, no, well, I'll tell you, but here's the, Buck, you, you, you're going to probably be proven right for this reason. The dates to, of filing to get yeah, on yeah, the ballot. Yeah, we talked about this. You know, they're, they're fast approaching, so you you probably will be proven right. So I think Gavin's preparing. Look, and Sean, I think this is why we're we're seeing him do your show, for example, just because of the the broad viewership, and then also putting him in the national conversation. He knows twenty twenty eight's wide open, no matter who wins twenty twenty four. Right? Doesn't matter because you're going to get well, assuming it's either Trump or Biden, you're going to get a one termer. And and I think that the other part of this is if you did have an open Democrat primary, it's going to be a lot of Democrats who get in the mix. So it's not as easy as. Gavin gets the the coronation if it weren't going to be Biden running. But um, 
do you think that, you know, we had, uh, I think it was Nikki Haley on recently, uh, Sean, and she said that a vote for Biden is really a vote for Kamala because in her mind, there's no chance Biden's going to make it through term two. So it just turns into a Kamala presidency. You buy into that? I think there's just look at him. I mean, the guy can't stand up. What was even worse than the fall at the Air Force Academy is that watch when he tries to get up. Yeah. And he kind of started getting up and went right back down again. And then, obviously, people came to his rescue, appropriate that they did. Um, I think that's probably a good observation on, on Nikki Haley's part, in my view. And I I think there is probably an undercurrent, a battle going on between Gavin and, and Kamala in, in that department. What I'd like to see, the one thing that did surprise me, they've had this Cold War, Ron DeSantis and, and Gavin Newsom, state to state. You know, which state is freer, which state has better policies, which state works for the people better, which which state taxes more. Why is Florida gaining population? Why is California? Gavin Newsom is the first governor in the history of California yep. to ever lose population, and he's losing it in mass. So I would love that debate. To me, you think that that'll be- happen? I saw the Wall Street Journal gave you credit for it on the editorial yeah. page and said that's a great idea. Buck, do you think it'll happen? Sean, do you think it'll happen? It will. I don't know when, right? I mean, Sean, I think at some point it's an inevitability there'll be a Gavin Newsom DeSantis, but I don't know if it's now or if it's in prep for 28. I don't know. I think, well, let's be honest here. A guy by the name of Donald Trump sucks all the oxygen out of the room in terms of politics. Yep. And with all this, these legal wranglings and probably more to come in, in Fulton County and, and Washington, D.C., that's a lot of oxygen. If he doesn't show up at that Fox August debate, it's not going to be as fun. And you I, think he if, will? You if think I, he'll go to the Fox August? No, debate? I do not. That, uh, that, if you ask me today, no, I don't think he'll be there. Uh, they're even talking about the Florida trial on Fort Pierce now at that time. But if I was advising Ron DeSantis, now I did reach out to his team. And they said they get back to me. And um, I'm sure there's probably some internal debate going on. If I was them, two-hour debate, Gavin Newsom, California versus Florida, what is your vision for America in the future? Uh, I don't care if Gavin's a presidential candidate or not. I would do that every day of the week. Yeah, blockbuster. Be a but total it, blockbuster. And the country needs to see it, Sean. I mean, that's the country should see. Because yeah. th- those are heavyweights on both sides, respectively. It's not a clay pigeon situation where someone's going to just get obliterated, right? It's a fair match between Newsom and it, DeSantis it, in terms it, of what they represent. Liberals will think that Gavin won, and conservatives will believe that, that Ron DeSantis won. To me, the facts are on DeSantis' side, and there's a lot to go at Gavin with. But I, I, I Gavin's more Gavin likable. Even, he's more likable. This is where it comes back, Sean. I watched the interview. Buck makes fun you of think me. He's more personable than Ron. Yes. And now, now okay. Clay makes fun of me because I say that Kamala is still the, who the Democrats are going to make president. No and he says I'm like Kamala's lawyer yeah. all of a sudden. So anyway, well, Kamala's top at top. But the, eight, passage Buck of, the passage of time means that together we're passing through time. And together, we're all passing through time. I mean, she comes up with these word salads. They drive me nuts. Um, that, to me, would be the the heavyweight pay-per-view political no debate. Doubt. And Gavin even agreed to let me be the moderator. It's good for you. Both those we're guys are smart. It. We're reaching out to his team, Sean. Just, you know, we're following in the, uh, following in the, in the wake here of trying to get Gavin with us. Sean, you're welcome to stay as I'll long as you want. Word. You can, no, you I can stay go, for the I whole show. I got to do my show. Um, but, yeah. but, because we gotta, we we gotta. Technically, they're yelling at me. We've got to get a break. Sean Hannity, everybody. Sean, thank you Allie so much. Ali is yelling. Mamone just gave me the finger. <laughs> but by the way, he's been doing that for you know 
27 years since I've known Mike Mamone. But all righty, Sean, thanks so much, man. Russia's we team. Thank about, you for hanging with us. Thank hey, you, Sean. Love you guys. Sean, Congrats on your success. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Look, I love a device that will help you improve an important skill. That's why the Mantis X training device for firearms is just that. The thing is effective and fun. If you're a gun owner and not yet seen this, make it a point to do so. Mantis X is a firearms training system that has no ammo. It's all electronic. lets you improve your shooting accuracy. Simply attaches to your weapon like a uh, weapon light does. And then you connect to the Mantis X app. Look, you'll get better at shooting. The Mantis X is a must-have for every gun owner. If you believe in your Second Amendment rights and want to be skilled, go to MantisX. That's M-A-N-T-I-S-X.com. Again, MantisX.com. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality starting May 8th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.